The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, we all assumed that South Africa would walk their semi-final against England, the last remaining Northern Hemisphere side in the Rugby World Cup, but that was not the case. And uh, to talk us through that tense game and the rest of the weekend sport, I'm joined by Off the Bulls, Phil Egan. Phil, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, <laughs> it was an incredible game that uh, kept us on the edge of our seats right until the last moments. Yeah, it wasn't um, scintillating rugby, but it certainly was a, a, a tight contest and... You know, at one stage you thought, right, South Africa are not in this game, but they're going to come good. But time was running out and yeah. I, I kind of think a lot of people felt England are going to do this. But South Africa found a way and, you know. And their winning point was the first time they were ahead in the yeah, entire game. Yeah, and just to, to, if you think at the start of the competition, Andre Pollard wasn't even in the squad. He was brought in later on. You know, Manny Libok was taken off. Razia Erasmus was ruthless with his substitutions. Everyone who seemed to make a mistake was just taken off. And yeah, but Libok was having an yeah. appalling game. I mean, when he was kicking, and I know the ball was greasy and mm-hmm. so on because of the, the conditions, but still, he was making no distance with his up and unders and, you know, it was pretty shocking stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And look, there's been a lot of question marks about his... Um, field goal kicking but and he actually nailed his kicker earlier in the game but yeah his his all round game wasn't what it used to be or is used to being up to and as I said the conditions certainly played a factor there because he you know he, he's quite an exciting out half to watch but Pollard comes in and you know even that kick that he, he gets to, to get the win some people would have thought is it too far out or do you go for the corner but Cool as ice. Absolutely. And then, you know, England had a couple of minutes where you kind of just saw the best of South Africa, how they closed out that game where, you know, George Ford was brought on to maybe kick that winning drop goal, but they never got within distance of that winning drop goal. It it makes for a better final. Um, South Africa against New Zealand, which is only going to be the second time they've actually met in the final, but two of them have won it three times. So somebody's going to go ahead Mm. in that role of honour. England have been effective. People will say, you know, how do they come into a tournament so unfancied and then get to like within a minute? They had an easy passage. That's the they truth had that as well. But the way they played was um, it wasn't easy in the eye. If they played like that in the Six Nations every season, no one would turn up to watch them. That wouldn't be acceptable. But they get to World Cups and they decide, right, we're going to go back to basics here. This is the way we're going to play. It's low risk stuff. It's not great to watch. And yeah. But also, bearing in mind the conditions, yeah. uh, I mean, uh, the, the expansive game, throwing the ball around, a greasy ball, yeah. maybe there's not much percentage in that. No, absolutely. They played a low-risk game and that's the way South Africa tend to play as well and that's how South Africa will play against New Zealand this weekend. Mm. And it works out well for South Africa where people would think they got out of jail there, surely New Zealand will beat them. But yeah. I would be leaning towards South Africa going into that final. Just... The well, the, the question is, I mean, New Zealand had a, a facile win against Argentina yeah. uh, and they did play an expansive game. Uh, I wouldn't say that they're terribly knackered after it, whereas I would suspect that South Africa will feel they've been put through the the, the grindstone. Yeah, after absolutely. That. But I suppose the, the beauty of making all those substitutions is some of those players will be a little bit more rested than they were because they emptied the bench with half an hour to go. And they are obviously known for using their, their bench to basically yeah. turn things around. I, I thought the that their performance was transformed by the arrival also of de Klerk as scrum yeah. half. I mean, he was just dominant. He was controlling the game in a way that 
hadn't been the case. Yeah, absolutely. And then even Orgy Snayman, who Munster fans just haven't seen the best of just because of injuries, but he gets the try. You know, a lot of those subs that came on made an impact and said, now Razi Erasmus has a, a decision to make and what kind of team he's going to put out on. Do you go back to the, the starters and say, right, you had your warning, don't let it happen again. This is a final. I'm going to back you prove me right or do you go with some of the players that came off the bench and said you came on and you turned this game around for us so you deserve a crack at the final but either way the, the way things are in the modern game anyway the, it's a squad game the whole squad are going to have are going to feature in the final mm-hmm. so I said I just think South Africa will relish the chance now of um, not being written mm-hmm. off because they are the defending champions but people will certainly not fancy them as much as they would have mm-hmm. before the England game now, there is also the question of this alleged racial slur uh, aimed at Tom Curry. Um, not sure. There's no, nothing picked up on a microphone. So. No. All we picked, all we could hear in the mic was him alerting the referee, Ben O'Keefe. But we didn't hear anything before that. So the deadline is actually going to close in the next few minutes, whether they want to make a complaint and whether it be an investigation. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. That is due to mm. be at 10 o'clock this morning. They have to lodge a complaint to World Rugby. So if that does happen, then Bongi and Banambi will have a case to answer. Yeah. Um, ben O'Keefe has been criticised before. Um, I think there was a complaint in the French match uh, against him that he wasn't, uh, Dupont said he wasn't up to yeah. this level. He had a probably an okay game, but there was one decision coming up to half time where a penalty was awarded to England that could have gone the other way. Yeah, and that, that unfortunately the the policing of the scrum is so hard to it's subjective, and some referees will go with what they they see. Maybe sometimes they have something in their mind already before the decision. Yeah. Keith Wood said, "It's the picture you paint." For, but that penalty was not about a, a you know a, a scrum. It was about the ball being caught uh, by South Africa, and then oh, the, when yeah. he was par- anyway, he we'll, we'll, we'll park that and wait. Them, yeah. for, we'll savor what's to, to come next weekend. One way or the other, it should be a it should be a good game. one. Yeah, two different styles uh, pitted against each other. Um, the, in the Premier League, Villa. I mean, where have they come from? Yeah, Unai Emery has come in. He's done a really good job. Obviously, Villa fans were the ones telling us that, you know, when they got Stephen Gerrard in, people just presumed, you know, Stephen Gerrard was a really good player, so he's going to be a good manager. But uh, there's a lot of Villa fans in Ireland which said, no, they need to get rid of Stephen Gerrard. They did. Unai Emery's come in and they've been brilliant since he's come in. They've a really good home record. West Ham can be a tricky game, especially for Villa, but, um, you know, they just brushed them aside in that second half. And I think Villa will definitely be looking to finish in the European places once again. Can they break into that top four? They certainly have a really good chance of silverware because they're in the Conference League. Mm -hmm. Unai Emery is a man that knows how to win European competitions, a master of it with Sevilla. So exciting times for them and they've got a really good squad at the moment and they have owners that are willing to give money to Unai Emery. So they're just going to keep building. So it's as I said it is exciting times. That was the only game yesterday. Obviously, the, the story over the weekend, um, the Merseyside derby was the, the first game back after the international break. Those half twelve games, they can yeah. be sleepy affairs. It was a slow burner. Liverpool won't care. They got the win. Mo Salah actually didn't have his greatest game, but still came up with the two goals. Um, yeah, know. he was man of the match <laughs> because yeah, he got the two goals. Yeah, I wasn't sure about that. But yeah. um, um, uh, uh, Bobby Charlton. 
the yeah. departure of Bobby Charlton. He's been ill for quite some time now and, uh, you know, the end of a legend, really. Yeah, and you use the word legend and we hear that word thrown around a lot, but this is a true legend, a, a guy that, you know, was the record goal scorer for the club, the appearance holder. I know those records have been broken, but a World Cup winner, a European Cup winner, all this after he survived the, the, the Munich, Munich Air disaster yeah. as well. And, you know, he, he, just the way he carried himself. For a guy that was such a legend of a club, you never saw him in the headlines. Yeah. Even when Manchester United were going through bad times, he was never one to try he and stir the council. He, he, he had, a, he had class and... Um, you know, he's a Ballon d'Or winner as well. A couple of other things. Katie McCabe uh, scoring for Arsenal uh, twice and uh, that's all to the good. Yeah, scored last form. weekend as well. Scored another two for Arsenal yesterday. Obviously now meeting up with the Ireland squad. They play Albania on Friday and Tala in the Nations League. They play them again away from home. So that would bode well. A um, couple of Irish internationals playing for Everton yesterday. It wasn't the greatest day for them. They were beaten 5-0 <laughs> by Manchester United. Courtney Brosnan was in goal for that. Heather Payne, though, is becoming a regular for Everton, which is promising. Shamrock Rovers are just that bit closer to winning a fourth league title in a row. St. Pat's play tonight. Obviously, the weather played havoc on, on Friday. So Shamrock Rovers played Drogheda last night as opposed to last Friday. So... Shamrock Rovers were meant to play Cork tonight, but they played Strahada last night. Their next game is against Pats. Pats mm-hmm. play tonight and close the gap to three points, yeah. but Rovers are going to win a fourth. And finally, uh, just some interest at last in Grand Prix when you get two drivers disqualified for technical breaches. Hamilton was second and then was disqualified. Yeah. It's, is it the equivalent of failing the NCT? Yeah. They, they, the, the floor was too thick or something. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, nine millimetres apparently is the limit. And... Um, yeah, he was um, denied his second place finish and hasn't been a very good season for him. He was quite happy after that performance, but then it got taken away from him. So if you're the person in charge of the car, you'd probably be laying low. But um, yeah, they pick a certain amount of cars randomly to do these checks. And so they all could be in breach, but nobody knows. Leclerc was done as well for... Uh, Happened to Michael uh, Schumacher in the 90s as well. And finally, there was an assault on a referee at Tullamore, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, so the Summerhill and Tullamore game went right down to the wire. Tullamore were awarded a penalty. Then it was overturned. So it was given as a free. Tullamore didn't score a goal from the, the resulting free. Summerhill then get a two-point win. And the referee, Barry Tiernan from Dublin, as he's making his way off the pitch, he, he's been escorted off the pitch. Somebody comes... And there is video footage of this pushes him to the ground. And I would imagine that's not the last we've heard of it, but it's something you don't want to see. Phil Egan, thank you very much for joining. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.